What's up, you guys? It's your boy, Anthony. Coming back to y'all with another episode of Let's Talk NASCAR. <clears throat> now, I might, be, I might sound a little under the weather, and for the reason is... It was 70 yesterday, and I'm coming to y'all from 321 Central Standard Time. We've had monsoon weather all day. Temperatures dropped off at least 40 degrees. Like, it's crazy. Also, I just got off of work not too long ago, so I'm trying to make, make this episode as quick as possible. I know I had to drop it before the truck rest because we have a triple header weekend this weekend at Vegas. And with that being said, I'm going to get into what we're going what we're going to talk about this weekend. Like this is gonna be my pre-race review, pre-weekend review. Now with that being said, I want to say this. When I drop my post-race review for the Xfinity race, for I'm pretty sure at least stage one and have to, if not all of stage two, I will not be watching because I'll be at work. So I won't, I'll be watching stage one and stage two of Xfinity via highlights. I'll be able to watch stage three, I'll be able to get my full detail analysis on stage three. But that's my only top, that's my only update on that. As far as Cup and Truck Series goes, I'll be able to get the full update on those. So the Truck Series, they're rolling into town tonight, and I won't be able, as I'm saying, I won't say I won't be able to because I'm actually having a poor choice of words right now. Again, I'm I'm a little under the weather, and I just got off. But for the Truck Series... I believe at this moment in time, all track activity still hasn't started yet. It's 3.23 Central Standard Time as I record this. For truck series activity, it hasn't been recorded yet, but I believe the favorites to be will be Kyle Busch and Joe Hunter Nemec- John Hunter Nemechek. I believe John Hunter Nemechek, he's got something figured. He's going to have something figured out this year. And he's going to develop a home in the Toyota racing program. I don't know what team he's going to be for. But I feel like he's going to develop a home. And I feel like he's going to be strong to beat tonight. And another guy is Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch, he wrote, he sort of, he had, he had his fake retirement, you know. And he's back. And he's going to be driving in the Chevy. He's going to be driving the KBM 51 truck, I believe. And I believe he's going to be the truck to beat. Because, you know, Kyle Busch ultimately spanks the field. Kyle Busch, I also believe, is going to be in contention to go for the sweep. Now, Xfinity Series is quite a bit harder, but Cup Series is going to be his ultimate challenge. But as far as the Truck Series goes, I feel like Kyle Busch, is, he's going to have a strong run. Another guy who I feel like is going to be on a rebound for improvement, guys or team in general, will be the GMS guys. The 43 of Daniel Dye and the 24 of Roger Carruth. Both of those guys they got involved in accidents in Daytona before the race got caught because of a rain delay. And let's face it, it's Daytona. And I believe it was both of these guys' first time at Daytona in the trucks. If not, I feel like that was not the first time they was both with Daytona in that type of equipment in the trucks. But with that being said, both of those guys suffer from inexperience. I believe in a track like Vegas, it's easier track to stay out of trouble as compared to Daytona and they should both rebound and have good finishes as well I mean let's face it they both got promoted from ARCA to GMS racing trucks for a reason 
And it looks like GMS took, took an upgrade as a whole. Now, that being said, we're going to move up to the Xfinity series. Now, the Xfinity series, I feel like Kyle Busch is going to be a favorite to be. He's in a colleague car this weekend for the Xfinity series. I believe he's in the, I don't remember which numbers are all-star car, but they're in a, he's in the all-star car, basically. And colleague racing, I, I wonder how they're going to produce here. I'm surprised they didn't, he didn't make, they didn't enter another RCR entry, but I'm not sure how the um, engine programs go. I believe for for Chevy's only Hendrick and Children's Racing producing engines. So I think Kyle Bush might have a RCR engine in that car. If not, I'm, I'm not sure. He's an RCR driver, so uh, there's no telling. I feel like he's going to be the one that beats, but Xfinity is quite a bit harder than the truck series. And y'all know this. Xfinity is really about to... High, Xfinity is going to be basically the result of the Cup Series starting to become more mainstream. And as we all saw, when the Cup Series is more mainstream, there was a whole lot of talent. You didn't have as many paid-to-drive drivers, if you will. And if you did, there were starting parks or there was really big gap. And with the Cup Series, a lot of these guys who either get rushed up too fast or overall the talent doesn't pan out, they go down to Xfinity and Trucks. And they've really been going down to Xfinity and Xfinity Series. There's going to be a lot of talent and there's going to be a lot of racing this year. One guy that I want to look out for is Josh Berry. Josh Berry, he can put together some good performances at these mile and a half tracks. Especially Vegas. He can put together some good, some real good performances. So you want to watch out for him. I also, again, want to mention John Hunter Nemechek's name because, like, he would, he had a strong car. Joe Gibbs Racing, they had some strong Xfinity cars with the 18 and the 20. So either him or Sammy Smith, I want to see how those guys do as well. Because these guys have a lot of speed. But I feel like Kyle Busch is going to win. If not Kyle Busch winning, I will place my bet on that 20 card. If I had to pick between Sammy Smith or Joe Gibbs Racing, I'm not Sammy. Oh, wow. I'm sorry, y'all. If I had to pick between Sammy Smith or John Hunter Nemechek, I would put pick John Hunter Nemechek. And that's my honest take on that. And now we're all okay. We we have another update. OUR Motorsports, R Motorsports, or OUR. I'm not sure how it's pronounced. I didn't really hear the commentary talk about or hear people pronounce their name as much. I saw people post statuses and updates about them, but I didn't. I haven't heard nobody really pronounce that team as much. But OUR Motorsports is basically how it's spelled. OUR will be returning. This year, and a lot of people probably wrote them off. They didn't feel like they were going to return. And with that being said, I think it's a real good thing that they came back. 
And the reason for that is because you really want to see a lot of these small, smaller teams in NASCAR, if you will. You don't want to see a bunch of these small teams just sort of, you know, fade into inexistence. And when you have teams like OUR Motorsports, uh, and again, I'm not sure exactly if I'm saying it right or not, but teams like that, you really want to see them thrive and be able to at least survive in the sport. Like, we saw a team like Brandon Built Motorsports that weren't able to survive because of certain reasons. Financial landscape changes over time. And let's face it, this is a team that a lot of people really wanted to a lot of people really wanted to, you know, see thrive. I believe they had two car team last year, and they had a lot of unlucky, unlucky events happen, and that will ultimately learn lead to a team downsizing or shutting down, but they're ultimately back. And again, and another thing, the driver for that race is Kyle Weatherman, who was a driver for Jesse Wucci Motorsports, which is another team that had off season issues. Which you might also, because we saw the most sponsor at Daytona, and I honestly don't think that's a good sign at all whatsoever. If you show up un- unsponsored to Daytona, out of, all, out of all tracks, because Daytona, everybody wants to get publicity at Daytona, so I feel like that should be like the easiest, one of the easiest tracks to find sponsors for, because the purse at Daytona should be, at least in the Xfinity Series, Way larger than what you will see at other tracks. And for them to show up unsponsored, and they didn't even have their own hauler. They used, like, another uh, older team's hauler. And they had a Jack Roush cover-up for their pit crew, for their pit stuff. I think there's a lot of telling issues. But for for Kyle Weatherman to drop with OUR Motorsports... If you can get like top twenties, top twenty fives, I feel like that would be a real eye opener, and that team would be definitely be on the rise. But what I will say is, sometimes these experienced teams will try to add too many teams too quick. Cup Series, they have that problem as well, but they do it at just a slightly bit slower rate. But with that being said, let's go into the Cup Series. We're in the Las Vegas. We saw a hauler parade. The haulers are there. All the haulers are there. We got a full weekend of racing. Cup Series tops it off on Sunday. With that being said, I feel like a Chevy is going to win. It's either going to be Kyle Busch or Ross Chastain, in my opinion. Those are two strong cars last year. And a Hendrick Motorsport Chevy ended up winning the race. Alex Bowman ended up winning last year. I believe we're going to have Chevy have a strong performance. It looks like, in my opinion, Toyota is once again having another slow start to the season. My fault if y'all heard that sound. That was a pin. But it looks like Toyota is once again having another slow start to the season. And it seems like they have a lot of these, if you will, ever since I remember watching them. The most successful start that I saw they had to the season was outside of Daytona 500 wins, of course. That would be from Kyle Busch 
And even then, he would probably either be fighting a bunch of Chevys or Fords. It wouldn't really be like a Toyota dominance, if you will. And I think this is really Toyota's forte. They get to a slow start, but they're over the course of the season. One by one, their teams will pick up. If the, if it's a Toyota top team, they will pick up at some point in time throughout the season. They'll figure out the program at some point in time of the season. They'll wake they'll get all the off season jitters off their chest and they'll get all the sluggish off season movements off their chest and they'll start putting together solid finishes, solid runs, and run like solid completions of the full entire race from top to bottom, from driver to pit crew to the team that built the car and the engines themselves. Because in the car, the driver and the engines have all basically faltered. TRD did so far this season in the Cup Series in these first two races. Luck has sponsored them as well, but it seems throughout the course of seasons in the past few seasons in NASCAR, Toyota shouldn't have nothing to worry about. They get up to these slow starts constantly, and they're able to honestly rebound. Honestly rebound. But with that being said, I feel like Chevy is about to dominate this first part of the season. Ross Chastain looks like a strong, looks like a strong guy out here. He has a points lead, by the way. He looks like a very strong guy out here at the moment. I feel like he's gonna be a guy to beat. Joy Legano, he also defending series champion. He looks strong as well. So it's gonna be interesting as well. See what Joy Legano does. But you know, in my opinion, I feel like he's gonna be. Ross Chastain or one of the Hendrick Chevys because I feel like Hendrick, I have a sneaky suspicion that Hendrick and the mile and a half programs are just going to be hitting on all cylinders week in and week out. With that being said, I feel like Kyle Larson is going to be up there. Chase Elliott, Alex Bowman. And I feel like William Byron might be up there competing for top 10s as well. I feel like all of Hendrick Motorsports will get a win this year. And they will be on one of these intermediate tracks. I feel like, oh, at least get a win on an intermediate track this year. That's what I'm going to say. But I feel like Chevy's going to be the ones to beat. Now, here's something else I want to look at. I want to look at the back half of the field now. Y'all a few guys, they got to slow starts, such as Tyler Reddick. I'm going to get to a few other names, but Tyler Reddick in general, because he had two DNFs. There's been a lot of talk about 23-11 racing. I believe Bubba Wallace technically has two DNFs. I'm not sure if they count that as a DNF for the finish of the truck. I'm mean, not the finish of the, um, of the truck, of the cup race at Daytona. But we got a few guys that, like, Tyler Reddick is dead last in the point standings so far. That means Jimmy Johnson and Travis Pastrana both have more points than him. That's interesting. William Byron is down there. Chase Briscoe is also down there. So, that being said, those are two guys that sort of had some bad luck. And I just feel like they should they should be able to bounce back, have decent enough performances in these few weeks ahead. Again, it's only the first two races of the year, but again. Another thing I want to talk about is this battle for 
I believe that last charter spot. I'm not sure exactly what team is in jeopardy of having to lose or sell their charter. It might be the 77 or one of the Rick Rare cars. But basically so far, Ty Dillon in the 77, that team has sort of a pretty bad performance. Rick Rare racing the 51, they didn't have a really good outing at Daytona. But I want to talk about Rick Rare racing because... This one I want to look, this one I want to look at. I want to look at this. JJ Ellie had twenty third place finish. He outran William Byron, Austin Cedric, Kyle Larson. Bubba Wallace had an incident. Caught Ryan Blaine. We saw how his car was looking, but he was at least able to outrun the seventy eight. Like he was able to outrun some some of these guys, bro. Like twenty nine cars finished this race. Like, 29 cars finished his race. Well, he finished 23rd. That's one thing I want to look at. I'm going to look at Rick Ware Racing because I feel like this team could start moving towards mid to upper pack level this over the course of the season. Or it's going to show the, it's going to show the type of driver talents that they have. Like... This is going to be big because they have to sell a charter. It's going to be one of these top teams. They're going to be eager to buy a charter. And one of these other teams are going to be eager to move up to the Cup Series from the Xfinity Series. <laughs> Maybe Adele Jr. Racing. Maybe. But let me know what y'all think about this podcast down in the comments. Again, I have Kyle Busch. For, I have Kyle Busch, John Hunter. Looking strong for the Xfinity and the Truck Series race with a wild card of Josh Berry. Looking for maybe having a good performance in the Xfinity Series race and Sammy Smith as well. For the Cup Series, I feel like it's going to be either Ross Chastain, Kyle Busch, or one of these Hendrick guys. And regardless of who wins this race, I feel like all four Hendrick cars will fit inside the top 10, if not the top 15. They're going to turn around the dismay that they've had so far over the course of these two races. And I feel like Joey Logano is going to be one of the more solid guys as well. But let me know what y'all think down in the, com- down in the comments on For the Speaker, Let's Talk NASCAR, and on Phobie Wilding. Those are my social media platforms. I all four forms of social media. You can listen to this podcast on Apple, iTunes. You can listen to it on Spotify. Anchor app, which is why I'm making this podcast on. You can make it, you can listen to this anywhere, man. Without further ado, peace. Hope y'all have a good day.